sex positive and overly orgasmic, these are our toy stories. We are back for my favorite series in the show, and that is sharing your toy stories. That's right. These are your toy stories that you share over on toystories.com. And if you haven't shared a story yet, head over there. I love reading them. And you too may have a story that's shared on the show. So we do this once a month and it's my favorite series. I feel like it's a chance for me to interact with you guys. And I love that very much. Let's get right into it. Okay. All right. Growing up, I did not have any sort of sex education until I was 17, and two Planned Parenthood doctors came and gave me a lecture at my school. Before then, my parents would just yell things to me like, whatever you do, always wear a condom, especially you, and they would point the finger at me. (laughs) So I obviously had a lot of questions. I was confused, and I got most of my knowledge about sex via the internet, which was not a good idea at all. However, over the years, I smartened up, and now I am open to a lot of things. I am especially trying to get into more bondage, anal play, and creating a more intimate experience for myself and my partner. I think this would be a fun way to go about things. You know, I think a lot of us learn a lot about sex on our own. There's no shame in that. And learning from the internet might not be the very best thing, but it's very common. And I think... It's part of the experience, learning, like trying it out, experimenting. And then, you know, if you like it, you'll do it again. And if you don't, then you won't. So I say try bondage, try anal play and see what, you know, how you and your partner both like that and you can't go wrong. Okay. Uh, I love that you shared, you know, your beginning experience. I think we all have a very similar situation. All right, next story. I grew up in a very sheltered home and spent most of my early adulthood unlearning the shame surrounding female pleasure and sexuality. As a semi-newlywed, I am still learning to be open and exploring my desires. My hope is that through solo play, I will have the opportunity to learn more about my body, share new experiences with my partner, and truly unlock my inner Aphrodite. Um, I love that for you. And you absolutely should go out and explore. And if I can recommend, head over to tracysdog.com, get yourself a PCAT. I feel like that toy is such a great way to really, well, first of all, have explosive orgasms, but also really get to know your body. And it's easy to use. The settings are amazing. Go to the sixth setting. Uh, I call it like the edging setting. You guys have heard me talk about it before. But get yourself a PCAT and, you know, take that time to learn about your body and explore and have a fantastic sex life in your marriage. I really, truly believe that it starts with yourself. How is your partner going to know what you like or what you're into if you don't even know yourself? Okay, so get out there. Get that PCAT, by the way. <laughs> okay, For a large portion of my life, sexual health and giving yourself some self-love was spoken of as it was something shameful or to be kept a secret at all times. By the way, we're sensing a theme here, right? And I, I picked these stories because I feel like this is so common and the shame and the stigma around self pleasure and stuff. Like, let's, let's get rid of that. Uh, back to the story. Now in my early 30s, I'm exploring absolutely everything now. 
Good for you. <laughs> the amount of time I've spent in a sex store just to see what new gadgets come, have come out is countless. My goal is to experience the aspects of toys in every manner, all safe manners, and to see what my body absolutely sings to the heavens for. I love that for you. And going to a sex shop and exploring the new things or, you know, a hot new toy or just seeing what's out there is huge. And again, let's lose the stigma, okay? I wish the world could just be a little bit more sex positive. I think it would be a much more happy and peaceful place. So I shared a few of these stories just to say, you know, it's not shameful and it's totally healthy. In fact, I am out here promoting it because it is so healthy for you, for your mental health, your well-being, and for the relationships in your life with your partners. And so, okay. Next one. When I was younger, I had to take a bus trip from Northern Florida to Central Florida. And on the way there, there was this cute guy that kept looking at me. So I invited him to sit with me and we got real cozy. We ended up having sex. I've never seen him before and I've never seen him after. Okay, I just wanted to share that because, wow, what, <laughs> no shame whatsoever, but what a hot situation. Like you had sex on the bus. That's spicy, very spicy. I need to add that to my list. Okay, next one. Before I got with my wife, I always viewed sex toys as a competition. Since we started experimenting with them, our sex life has improved greatly, and it was already amazing to begin with. You know what? I am so happy for you, and you're right. Sex toys are not your competition. They are your tag team partner. So good for you guys. Keep getting yourself out there, trying new toys. I love that for you. And for real, like toys, I know they could be intimidating for some, but they're, they're absolutely not your competition. And enjoy them with your partner. Okay, many years ago, I had a now ex-girlfriend and a girl that I liked that we were hanging out with. We would sometimes watch movies, play board games, you know, the things you do. This friend is someone we had, we had a lot in common with, with nerdy stuff. <laughs> we had also found out that she was interested in me and she had a girlfriend as well. We were talking about it and whenever the conversation was brought up, it got spicy. She was saying how she hadn't had any dick in quite some time. And as a man, I had frankly still not come from oral. So before I knew it, my girlfriend and her friend were sucking mine. And it started with my friend and then ended with both of them. I was immensely confused and flustered as this was exactly what any type of porn I would see. Only 100% real deal for me right now. I didn't get the confetti that we all had wanted to happen, but it was the wildest and fun story I could probably ever tell to strangers. I love that for you. And I love a double blowjob. And I will say a way to climax from oral, really let yourself go. Allow yourself to truly enjoy what is going on. I know it was very exciting with two partners, but talk to your partner about keeping it consistent as well. So that's one of my best blowjob tips is when you're down there, like start with variety, like you're doing all the things, but then end with consistency. And that consistent movement, I'm a big fan of the hand and the mouth moving, you know, at the same time, you're going to get there. So I hope you achieve the confetti. I like the way you said that. <laughs> okay. I've long been very into sex. I'm always up for it, even more than my husband. On the flip side, I'm also super shy by nature, very demure and proper. My husband jokes about how sheltered I was growing up. In the last couple of years, we've introduced some toys into our sexy time, and it has been very inspiring. It has really spiced things up, and I'm looking forward to spicing it up even more. I can't agree more. 
And I, you know, toys really do. They kick things up a notch and they kind of like take the edge off as well. I'm a big fan of just like bringing a toy into the bedroom and being like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. It really does make a difference. Get some more toys, girl. Like build your toy box up. (laughs) Okay. I am 45 years old and going through the major change that all women go through. It's been tougher for me because five to seven days a week, I'm working 12 to 14 hours a day. And sometimes being intimate with my spouse can be challenging because I am so tired and we also work opposite shifts. I have to find ways to relieve my tension and through self-love I do it, yet mostly I'm just using my hand or even the handle of a hairbrush or a fruit or vegetable. (laughs) Yes, it sounds weird, but I do what I can and I use what I can. I wanted to tell you that I too have used the handle of a hairbrush. Um, So you're not alone. Many of us had. I would like to know what fruits and vegetables you're using though as a woman. Like I would like to know what you're doing there. So send me a DM over on Instagram at toystories underscore TD. Like I would like to hear from you and know what exactly you're doing. But it's not weird. And you know what? Good for you for taking matters into your hands. Also, I will say we can all work ourselves to death. I feel like make yourself a priority, like truly really think about it and how much you're working. And I I know we all have obligations and, you know, life is, life is hard and life is lifing, you know, but make that time for yourself and your partner, even if it's a quickie. Okay. Even if you have to schedule it and I hate that, but listen, just get it in, stay connected with your partner. I have just recently found my personal sexual well-being within the last few months. Congratulations. Let me tell you, it has been an experience. I moved into my college dorm and my roommate was all about personal well-being. She would recommend all sorts of toys for me, but I was hesitant to try it. She got me one over Christmas and I was unsure, but I got curious one night. The second I had that first orgasm, I knew I had found my new secret. At first, I was shy about it, but as time has gone on, I've become more open about my sexual wellness journey and how it has changed my life for the better. It's a stress reliever. As a hypersexual person, it keeps me sane. When I tell you how I can relate to this, it's not even funny. And what's really relatable is that my college roommate, although 20 years ago, she was so open about her sexuality and masturbation and solo play and toy use and stuff like that. She really introduced me to a lot of new and different things as well. And so good for you and keep exploring. And I have to say too, the first orgasm that you have, it's so true. Like it's, you're just like, I'm gonna do that again. Like, let's do that again, you know? So, and get yourself out there and try different um, penetration toys too. You'll really enjoy those as well. Okay, intimacy, connection, romance, love, hot, juicy, burning desires were shattered by every single man when they would tell me my sex drive is too high. Excuse me? Listen, I was just thinking these men are too lazy. But how I felt about me made myself question myself. And then bam, there goes my self-esteem down the drain. So I ventured into the land of O, and O, it is heaven. My kitty is purring and is always satisfied. There's no backtalk from these amazing silicone pieces of deliciousness about my ridiculous sex drive. (laughs) I would love being able to keep touching myself in all the right places whenever and wherever I want. Keeping it spicy out in public with no one knowing is definitely something I want to do to kink it up. I just want to say, 
I too was rejected so much in my last relationship and I was shamed so hard for things that I wanted, like a sex swing or to use a vibrator or a dildo, whatever. Good for you for knowing it's not you, okay? And I'm not saying it's men. It could be your partners or just people that are more insecure in the bedroom and stuff. I think that's what it really stems down, it comes down to is that, you know, our partners are insecure. I know my last one definitely was. And so good for you for exploring with your toys and having fun. And you're right. They don't talk back, which is which is always great. Okay. In a sex toy world of disembodied female parts, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm thinking I like watching porn of guys jerking off and I've seen like the like bottom half of a woman's body and I'm like, huh, interesting. So disembodied female parts. Okay. I, I know what you're saying. It can sometimes be difficult for a man to find something new and interesting to masturbate with. Sometimes a guy doesn't want to have sex with any old hole. And although I love vaginas, when I'm alone, why should I settle for something that is a poor outline of what a real woman really is? This is why I was so impressed with the hot octopus pulse. It doesn't look like a woman. It doesn't feel like a woman. It is a completely different experience. With a vibration and pulsing action that sits right on the frenulum, this product was an absolute bliss. Multiple modes and hands-free if needed. It felt like thrusting. Just want to feel the vibes? No problem. If you want simulation of what a pussy feels like, this isn't for you. But if you're like me and you want to try something new, this product is the way to go. Make your masturbation different from your partnered sex and go out there and explore. I just want to say I Googled the hot octopus pulse and I was like, wow, that is unique. And I love what you said. Make masturbation different than your partnered sex. I like that. It kind of makes it like your own time and you're trying different things and you're learning yourself and your body. That's something that I highly recommend as well. And so I love that for you. And I feel like I need to buy this toy and it's the hot octopus pulse and have some of my partners try it. I want to use it on one of my partners or maybe I'll give it to them and be like, here, try this. <laughs> but it does look awesome. And I love what you say, you know, try something different than your partnered sex. Okay, next story. I am 52 years old and I have more confidence and adventure than I've ever had in my entire life something about that midlife. I've always liked sex, although earlier in life, I was ashamed of it. I never truly understood why the rules were different from boys than they were for girls. Why was I a slut, but he was a stud? Thank God I got over that insane bullshit and learned how to truly enjoy sex, whether it's sex as a couple or sex with just me and the bussy blaster. <laughs> I've learned to be confident in my skin and see myself with just as much kindness as I look at others with. I love this. And, you know, I feel like this is a big part of like our sexual journey. It's releasing these stigmas and truly embracing your sexuality and owning it. And by the way, if you're happy with what you're doing with yourself, nothing else fucking matters. Okay. You are a consenting adult, you're safe, you're especially with yourself, like, you know what I mean? Or with a partner, we're out here doing what we love and what how we feel. And there's nothing wrong or ashamed about that. Nothing ashamed about that. So I love that. And I really want to know what the bussy, not pussy, bussy blaster is. Like, I'm going to have to Google that. <laughs> okay. The first sex toy I ever bought was a glass dildo. 
That's a big first sex toy. (laughs) At first, I'd only used it by myself, but then I had a partner that enjoyed using toys in the bedroom too. I was young and not very experienced, so I only had experience with the dildo as is. But my partner suggested that we do some temperature play with it. So we got a bowl of ice water and set the dildo in it for a few minutes and then used it on me. The cold sensation was such a contrast to my body heat. I was coming within just a few minutes. I thought it couldn't get better, but then we tried hot water. And wow, that is still one of my favorite toys. The variances of this and what I thought was a basic dildo ensured me that when I order toys that I learn all about the bells and whistles first. And now I have to go get a glass dildo. Now I want a glass dildo. (laughs) And I want to put it in a a bowl of ice and I want to put it in hot water. So adding that to my list, thank you for the recommendation. And I agree with you. That's part of the fun of sex toys is truly exploring and finding out all their bells and whistles, like you said, and seeing what they do in the different settings and how they make me feel. So I love that. And now I got to get myself a glass dildo. Okay, I'm going. (laughs) Okay. From having sex multiple times a day to not at all, it has been challenging for me. What's even more challenging is when life throws wrenches and it seems like from all angles and having to give your attention to said wrenches. (laughs) I can relate. Next thing you know, an insane amount of time has passed and you haven't really given yourself some self-love and all that you deserve and crave. One can have partners, sure, but rediscovering yourself is so much more fun in my eyes. After which I gave all to my partner, I sometimes get bored of the same old, same old. And so finally being comfortable with the idea of trying new things that I would not have considered previously is exciting. I want to say something. And, you know, I don't really share too much personally on this show, but I have been going through so much lately. Massive things. Big parts of my life have been impacted. And it's been overwhelming. And it was funny because one of my friends said to me, they were like, Adrian, like, how are you doing and what's going on? And and one of the things I've realized is I stopped taking care of myself. And I'm not even 100% back there yet. I definitely quit masturbating for like a week, which you guys, I'm used to doing myself, oh my God, multiple times a week, sometimes three to four times a day, okay, if I can get it in. And I put that to the back burner. I also, I haven't worked out in like, I don't know, six weeks, which is so not like me. So this story and you sharing this really does, it's going to motivate me and and it's making me realize that I have to get back to my self-love as well. And so actually after this episode, I'm going to, I'm going to masturbate. I'm going to have an orgasm and then I'm going to get back in the gym and start really taking care of myself. Life is busy and crazy for all of us. You know, I like to say it's okay to not be okay, And I haven't been okay for a while. It's getting better, but I got some pretty devastating news. I have some stuff going on in my family and stuff. And so life, it comes at you. It does. And sometimes it feels like when it rains, it pours. Um, When it rains, it storms, actually. That's what's been going on in my life. And I need to get back to taking care of myself. So thank you for that reminder. And I hope that life has maybe calmed down for you. I'm hoping that life calms down for me soon. (sighs) I don't know. There's this, it's this weird phase of life where people are getting older. The world is putting a lot of pressure on everyone, I feel like, in every way. And again, when it rains, it storms. And uh, I hope it just gets better for all of us. Maybe, you know, but I'm, I'm like thinking, like I'm looking in the mirror. I let myself go. I let myself stop taking care of myself. And that's not good. So I'm gonna get back in the gym. 
I'm going to get back to masturbating more. And um, yeah, thank you for that reminder. And I hope it's getting better for you too. You know, send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to talk to you. Okay. I've been married for 28 years. Unfortunately, I suffer from a medical condition that makes traditional intercourse difficult. My husband suggested the use of toys several years ago and helped bring me pleasure that is difficult usually to achieve. We purchased our first toy and it definitely helped. Since then, we have been searching for toys that we can both use to spice things up in the bedroom. I love that you guys are both communicating and you're both open to exploring outside. You know, introducing toys is a great way. If I can recommend, I really love Coco on tracysdog.com. It is a perfect toy with your partner mostly because it's so damn quiet. Now I'm going to tell you a story, um, using toys and like, you know, relaxing with your partner because you said you have some difficulty climaxing. I use toys so much that sometimes I find that it's difficult for me too. And so I was actually with one of my partners last week, you know, just having fun together, oral sex. And I had had also multiple orgasms the day before. So it was like, I was like, I don't know if I can come anymore. Can I come anymore? Like, I think I can come. Um, anyways, and so I busted out Coco, you know, and it was funny because he was like, wow, that's really quiet. I didn't even know it was on. I'm like, right. I was using Coco and I do have a tip that I want to share and you can tell your partner. Okay. So one of the things that my partner did was allowed me just to fully lay there. And I'm the kind of gal, I can't have my legs spread too much to orgasm. Like they have to be a little closer together. And I have to be comfortable. I have to be laying flat back. I can't be propped up. I don't know. There's weird shit, right? But I also, even me, I get intimidated if my partner's just staring at me. I get intimidated if my partner's like, I think to myself, he's probably like, oh my God, will you hurry up and come? You know? And even though he's not thinking that, and I know that, I'm in my head. And if I'm in my head, my mind and my body aren't going to connect and I'm not going to reach orgasm. So I have a pro tip for your partner or anybody that's out there while their partner's using a toy on themselves. Allow them to truly take the time and be encouraging. So he was like rubbing my breasts or rubbing my butt or kissing, you know, lightly kissing and sucking on my nipples. That's a huge thing that I really love. And he was doing it for a while. And I can tell he wasn't annoyed. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that pressure of, God, hurry up and come. Because I've had partners like that. And then it's like, it's never going to happen. And then I fake it. I'm not faking it anymore though. Okay. So I was using the toy and he was just like rubbing my legs up and down, you know, sucking my tits, kissing on me. And then he even like put his head like down like by my thigh and was like kissing on my thigh. It was just like massaging my inner thighs and all my legs and just making me, I could tell he was relaxed. And so therefore I could relax. And that was huge. So if your partner's using a toy, allow them to relax, allow them to take the time. Okay. So I hope that you reach all the orgasms. Get Coco with your partner. Also, PCAT. Like, those are like surefire ways to catch an orgasm. Rosie, OG clit sucker. There's so many, but um, Coco is a great one with your partner. All right. These stories have been so fun to share, and I love reading them. I feel like I have a connection with you. So keep those stories coming. The pun is intended. <laughs> you can submit yours over on toystories.com. And don't forget to show me some love. Like, rate, subscribe, you know, all the things. Make sure you're coming back. We are dropping new episodes every Thursday. And next week, you're in for a fun episode. I'm going to be sharing 
I'm going to be answering all of your most popular questions, the ones you've asked me on Instagram or you've commented on over on YouTube. And so that's coming up next, next Thursday. I will see you then.